All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey there, my name is Ricky Smith, and I'm the founder of Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere, a nonprofit that simply does exactly what it says, promote kindness everywhere. We know the world is crazy right now. If you are searching for a podcast that has a deeper conversation about race, my co-host Angel Gray and I will be discussing everything going on right now on our podcast, Random Acts of Podcast on Blue Wire Podcast Network. To find out more, go to rakenow.org. Enjoy the show. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Everybody, welcome to the 100th episode of Dropping the Gloves. Very exciting. Big accomplishment for us, I think. We had some speed bumps along the way. Just read some scathing reviews of the podcast, too. I was just going over all the reviews. A lot of one stars. A lot of one stars out there. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with me. <laughs> Those of you who did not give one stars, I appreciate it. But anyways, so we brought back some old guests. We got John Aiken in the house today. John, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back, John. No, no problem. And as usual, our road trip aficionado, our life on the road, Tim Wurzberger. Tim, how are you? Doing good. Thanks for having me, John. No problem. Thanks for thanks for joining. Where where can we find you today, Tim, on your exciting trip? I'm in a very exciting town called Dickinson, North Dakota. Just where? about an hour hour east of the Montana border. How did you end up in Dickinson? Well, I stayed in Fargo last night, Fargo, North Dakota, which is where North Dakota meets Minnesota. And then um, my plan was I'm, – I'm working during the day, so my plan is only to drive, like, no more than three hours after work. Um, but I got to Bismarck last night about 7 o'clock, and just, it's just like a nothing town. There's nothing going on. and I wasn't tired, so I just kept driving another 90 minutes to Dickinson just to make my drive tonight a little bit easier. No offense Where's, to anyone in Bismarck. Right? <laughs> Seriously. And Tim texted me the other day when he was driving. I was like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to stop in Duluth. And I was like, Duluth's a great city. He pulls in and he goes, I'm leaving. This place sucks. Oh, man. Tim. And he kept well, driving to Fargo. I took one look around. I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending any time here. You're just, <laughs> what's wrong with Duluth? I actually enjoyed Duluth when I spent some time there. I was very excited to be in Duluth. I've heard nothing but good things but i got there it's just like the only my all i wanted was like a like a nice downtown to walk around check out some shops and restaurants and whatever 
and there was really just nothing. There was none of that. And, and the Dickens, Dickens just Dickinson's yeah. has all that. Dickinson delivered. No, but I got to Duluth at like noon, and I got to Dickinson's at nine p.m. So I had to make a choice. No, it sounds like the trip's going really good. Would you go back to Dickinson? <laughs> yeah, they have a great Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. Tim. Have you met anybody along the way, your travels? Uh, not really. I mean, like, no, like bartenders and stuff, but nothing, not really. Nothing lifelong? <laughs> no, but the, the journey is young. Though. It's only been three days. Tim started a, a blog. It's What is it called, Tim? Mapsandmountains.com. If you want to follow Tim's journey, go to mapsandmountains.com. The first post was pretty good. It was really in-depth. It shows Tim sitting on a beach with Catcher in the Rye, just like <laughs> being a man, doing all kinds of introspective thinking. It's really inspiring, Tim. Oh, thank you. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No, totally sarcastic. Why, why um, Catcher in the Rye? I don't know. I just I wanted some books for the road, and I remember I loved that one. I hadn't read it since high school. So I was it's, like, hey, why not? It seems like such a hipster thing to do let's i'm gonna read catcher in the rye and then i'm gonna do to kill a mockingbird then i'm gonna read some other real classic book it's just that's next on my list is it really way to go tim oh you are too funny i'm gonna read charlie and the chocolate factory with the kids we talked about the other day i'm very excited about that you don't have to say with the kids john if you want to read a kid's book for yourself there just might be kids with him (laughs) <laughs> they'll be in the other room <laughs> oh boy so john what have you been up to it's been months i know you guys kept moving pod. the podcast times around and then and then i just got kicked off then he but finally got the hit Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah man i i don't know pandemic for a long time no office for a long time so that's life life at home how is it running a business when you don't have um, – can't see your employees? How do you keep them on track? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is how there any accountability? <laughs> is there any accountability? Like can you check their hours or how yeah. does that work? Yeah, we track our hours, but our team is really awesome. I think – I mean the team is very, very trustworthy. They're, they're great. Like they don't need accountability from me or anybody else really. Um, I've gotten a lot done, like way more done, just not having to be in an office all the time. So that's been really helpful. Tim, is that a granola bar wrapper? No. Who's are that? you actively putting your speaker or microphone? <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? I don't, I don't understand the question. You're, you sound like you're having some kind of issues with the audio. Hey, John Aiken, I got a question. Yes, Tim. Just uh, didn't even for, answer our question, John. Unbelievable. For, for newer listeners of the show, can you just maybe just tell, tell us a little bit about who you, who you are and your role in the show? Ah, yes. I, uh, my name is John Aiken. I live in Traverse City, Michigan. John and I used to be neighbors, John Scott and I. I actually had no idea who John was, and I moved in next door to him, and there's this behemoth of a, of a dude standing next to me, and he told me he was in the NHL. And so that's how John and I met. And, uh, and then John was talking about, oh, I'm retired, trying to figure out what to do with my life. And so John and I talked about starting a podcast. So I helped John get the podcast started. And he's come into our company, Web Canopy Studio, which is where Tim works. And uh, the whole thing kind of snowballed from there. Isn't that right, John? 
Yeah, I was um, around that time. I was thinking about getting into broadcasting. I had a few kind of feelers out there with a couple of big networks in Canada. And the only issue was I didn't want to move. I wanted to stay in Traverse City. So John came along. It was kind of perfect timing where he said, hey, you should just do your own content and control it yourself. And that way you don't have to move. You can control everything and you can just do it from your home. Yeah. And he kind of facilitated the whole idea and then the space to do it in with his office. Because I think you guys were doing a your office podcast at the same time. Yeah. You kind of already had the equipment. Yeah. And we and were down the hall. Remember we were in that tiny office Yeah, down it the was hall a, when you first came. Like a two room office. And now we, he upgraded. We have like, well, you have four <laughs> or five rooms now. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's how it's progressed. And now we're doing it from home, which is strange, but I don't know if yeah. you could go back and listen to the first episodes or not, if those are still on here, but like, you remember the first ones, John, were just you talking like you had, it wasn't going to be anybody else on it. It was going to be you. And then you said, well, maybe I'll have some people call in from time to time. And like yeah. the first ones are just you like going hard on people <laughs> in the NHL. Looking back, I I really cringed on the first few just because I, I swore quite a bit mm-hmm. and I wasn't um, censoring myself. And I just thought that's like, oh, let's do locker room talk. Let's try to follow on, you know, the what's the other? Gosh, um, Tim, what's the business one? Um, Spin chicklets. Spit- yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let's try to do what he does. He seems so successful. And it just didn't, it didn't seem organic. It didn't seem, it wasn't me. And so the first few I like cussed and it was mm-hmm. very strange. And I just didn't like that. But I don't know. I think we found our rhythm. It, it yeah. was, uh, it took a few months of really trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. And mm-hmm. we're still trying to do that. We were like, we get some duds out every once in a while. But it was, <laughs> it was weird talking just me and you just talking. It was so weird. I remember I did some by myself and I was like, John, I need you in the room. (laughs) It's so hard to talk by yourself. We only had one mic for a long time too. We, uh, we had to upgrade. (laughs) It was so bad, but we've, we've come a long way. We, we had a, I'm trying to think of all the people we had on the show with Tim came along. We had Larry for a little bit. We had Sam for a little bit. Those are just Mm -hmm. all like little co-hosts along the way. Yep. All right, first first little bit of trivia, you guys. How many guests have we had on the show? Oh my goodness. Uh my I wouldn't we, even know where to guess on that. Our one hundredth episode, how many episodes have we had guests? Total amount of people. Because some episodes we've had more than one guest. I'm gonna say John? somewhere in the in the neighborhood of twenty. John? I would have said ten. We have had 35 interviews. What? Wow. 35 guests. Yes. Wow. I was blown away when I heard that too. It started off with Brian Bickle, and I didn't even count Bickle twice. So it might even be 36 yeah. if you count I forgot twice. about all those in Chicago that we did. Yeah. Then Luke Witkowski, Savard, my agents, Al Stalock, Stefan Veyu, Stu Grimson, Colt Knorr, Barkley Goudreau, Cam Jansen, Risto Risto Linen. Um, Joe Pavelski, Doug Gilmore, Marty Biron, um, Logan Couture, Zach Smith, Esposito, Phil, Pete Blackburn, my wife, Doug Smith, Natalie Spooner, uh, Marlo and Vlasic, Ryan Reeves, Ryan Miller, Chris Nyland, Jonathan Taves, Biznasty, Nighty, my kids, McGratton, McIntyre, and Gerby. That's a lot of guests. Dude, yeah. That's or, pretty awesome. Those are pretty, pretty big names, John. It's not bad when you look back on it after 100 episodes. It's like, wow, we actually did talk to a lot of hockey guys. Because when I started this, I didn't want to do interviews. I yeah. thought that was lame and the guys are boring. And I still think that for the most part when you talk to guys. 
they're mostly boring, but it does, yeah. it is interesting to get some insight. And I try to, when I do my interviews, not talk about just hockey stuff. I try to talk about other things that people might be interested in, but all right. Second trivia question, you guys, I'll sprinkle these throughout the episode. I have four. Yeah. Three. Okay. How, how many instances has man rocket been uttered? <laughs> How many times uh, has the phrase man rocket been said on the podcast? Do you write uh, these down? He's making that. He has no idea. I'm oh. going to say like five, four, John, two. The answer is 12. 12 <laughs> times has man rocket been used on this show. Does oh that count this conversation? No, we're going to get bumped <laughs> we just up added to 15, like, 16. Yeah. It's added like four right there. Yes. Man rocket has been uttered 12 times on this podcast. Now more, but yes, mm-hmm. that what, where was the um, origination of that Tim again? Man rocket. It's just, it's a common term. I didn't make it up. Is it not too common, not too common, but anyways, so we got your update, Tim. I just wanted to kind of recap something that happened to me last night. We were brushing. Um, we were about to brush teeth at our house and I go into the kids' washroom upstairs, and one of my daughters laced the stinkiest poo I have ever smelt in my whole life. Mm. And I couldn't. We have a common courtesy here at our house. We have. We're lucky enough to have a few washrooms. If you're going to drop a, a number two, you be courteous enough to go to another room and drop poo because we have one by the by the kitchen. And one of my daughters. It's her job to take a poo in that bathroom and leave the door wide open. And it's afterwards go, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, go to your room or go somewhere else. What is the smelliest smell in your guys' opinion in the world? Just, just <laughs> off the top of your head. Oh, my gosh. Dude. I, I mean, you probably have to say poo. See, I thought that too. And my smelliest smell is stale urine. Oh, what? why are we talking about this? Have you guys ever smelled that? Because I don't like to flush in the middle of the night just because it wakes people up maybe. And I, if I go pee in the middle of the night, I know this is a strange thing to talk about, it's but this a really, is, we're it's dealing good. with real life problems. Man, is that a bad smell? Oh, especially if it's real concentrated, oh, <laughs> like you're change- dehydrated <laughs> Oh, or changing like a diaper that's just had like four or five bodies in it. Oh, it's yeah. like, yuck. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything worse. Tim? I was only Anything? my only thing I would add that you guys haven't said already is 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 throw up because like that's the thing that's gonna make me like most want to throw up if I smell someone else throw up. Oh, that is bad. I I don't think I need to. That doesn't make me throw up when I smell it. But if you are getting sick, the smell of it does make you sick again when you're in that in that mode. Yeah. And if you weren't getting sick, then listening to this episode might get you there. I was no, just gonna say. I wonder how many people guys, are gonna vomit. <laughs> We're going to get another one star, I bet. <laughs> get triggered. Yeah. People need to know these things. If I, It's very interesting to see, hear people's different kind of reactions to smells because some people love the smell of, I like love the smell of poop. I, I don't mind it when it's a baby diaper poo. It's like, oh, it's cute. But sometimes it's just like, boom, punches you in the face. Not mm-hmm. good. Not good at all. No. And then favorite smells, like I love the smell of gasoline. I said it before in the show. I think it's a great smell. Other people can't stand the smell of gasoline. That's just how it is. It's just, uh, it's just the way things work.
There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on Bet Online's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary and what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. All right. Trivia question number four. How often have we uttered the phrase, you owe me breakfast? And a side question, how many breakfasts does Tim owe me? So two questions, two parts, one question. How do you, did you listen to every episode? How do you get this info? You guys don't need to worry about where I get my information. I keep a very detailed log of breakfasts and quotes. Okay. So, Tim. How many times have we uttered you owe me breakfast on the podcast and how many breakfasts do you owe me? And then John, you can follow up. Okay. I'm going to say we uttered that phrase 42 times. Oh, almost. <laughs> we, okay. Sorry. That was so close. I, I, think, I think I'm right, John. You might want to check your math. If you no. Know 42. It keeps a log too. You were one off. I bet he does. Um, and I'm going to say I owe you probably – nine breakfast and you probably owe me five wow okay john yeah i would say probably 10 okay so we said you owe me breakfast 41 times <laughs> wow and if you just kind of eliminate the breakfast that kind of wash each other out you owe i owe you owe me three breakfasts so you're close by four mm-hmm. so tim very very close all right yeah. should we get into some awards are you guys ever going to go out to breakfast Never. I don't like hanging out with Tim, so <laughs> I'm just gonna do an IOU. Maybe he can get okay. me a gift card. Okay. He'd rather have like lord the breakfast over me than actually have a free breakfast. Yeah, I'm not okay. a breakfast guy. I like a, a later. The best breakfast for me is when we come home from church, because we don't eat before we go to church, and we go around like 10 a.m. I get home around 11, 11:30. My wife makes like biscuits and gravy with sunny side up eggs. Or over easy eggs on top. I'm telling you what, best thing I've ever ate in my life. Like it, it's so incredibly good. So if you want to get me breakfast, give me a plate of biscuits and gravy with an egg on top or three eggs on top. Who are we kidding? Around like 11:30, 12 o'clock. That's that's what I'm talking about. I can't have a big breakfast when I wake up. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Okay. Best episode. We're doing awards now. We're gonna send all the people who win awards. Um, a big, big care package. And so the best episode in the first 100 shows. Tim, what, Tim, what are you doing? What Tim? is? Are you moisturizing your phone? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just standing here. <laughs> it sounds like you're rubbing your phone on your face. 
<laughs> this is great stuff. You think we would have better quality after a hundred episodes, but we don't. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm you plateaued. Sorry. So best best episode, in my opinion, was the team draft. I love that one. I thought that was really interesting. I won the contest. I won a breakfast. And uh, I just think it was really, really great to get some fan interaction and get some responses. I don't know. That was my favorite one. Guys, do you have a, a favorite episode you want to talk about? I have two. Oh. Um, is that okay? Yeah. So the first one was July 1st last year, free agency day. That's uh, what I was going to say. The one you guys did in the office with the live stream. That was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a ton. We got our most listens ever by a lot. And we also had the live stream going. We were on TV, or I guess, you know, on video. And that was kind of cool. Joe Pavelski called in five minutes after signing with the Stars. He was the first media outlet, quote unquote, that he spoke with. Like, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the second best episode for me was was having Danielle on the show and talking about, like, the life of an NHL Caref- wife. Careful. All the stuff that you wouldn't normally Easy. Hear. She, was- <laughs> she was very funny. Very well-spoken. She's about to have a baby. You watch your tongue. <laughs> Tim. Uh, Gross. All right. John, best yeah. episode for you? I definitely like the live stream. I liked the, I think the first like real guest that we were excited to get on was Colton Orr. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Cause that, that's the first time that I had heard a fight story from another perspective from hanging out with you. And so that was pretty cool to hear him talk because he was one of the only ones that, that got you down, right? And yeah, pretty well. Him and um, uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. Anyways, just Justin Johnson. Yes, Justin Johnson. Yeah, <clears throat> and so that was pretty cool. That was a, a really cool thing to hear. Do you remember how excited we were when he said he would do the interview? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. I uh, was just so nervous asking him because I really didn't know him, and yeah. I don't know. We tracked down his number somehow. And we got his info and he, he said yes. And I, we were like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? He's going to, we're going to interview yeah. him. It was so funny. He said, uh, he said he woke up that day feeling like, uh, like nervous, like he was going into a fight, like he was going to a game that he knew he was going to fight in. It was, was really funny. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a very, very bad interview. I'll say that, but well, I don't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't our best work. It was just really <laughs> funny when he said yes, the, the excitement that we got. Uh, okay, worst episode. I don't know if you guys have one. I'll say I know I have one. It was the fantasy football draft episode. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It was so I went in there with high expectations. I'm like, this is gonna be great. We'll do a live draft. And I should have known nobody wants to hear about your fantasy football team. <laughs> nobody does. I listened to it and I was like, this is awful. Like yeah. nobody cares about who you draft or when you drafted them or who what players you got like nobody so i apologize yeah. for that we we probably will talk about fantasy football again but we'll do it in a more clever way maybe i think that one was uh that was still early on in the show too because we were doing it all video back then yeah and so yeah. we we're making we were going to do the whole show was going to be like primarily on youtube that and was so we the were idea, trying to yeah. make it like more of like a lifestyle kind of show and that flopped yeah that mm-hmm. what's hard to do yeah Remember, we were like, we're going to go tape at local coffee shops and restaurants. Yeah. And this. it's just like, no, we're not. We did Too do one work, with Luke We did. We yeah. went to Hoplot. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Tim, do you have a worst one? Or are you still rubbing your phone on your face? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I even I wasn't on the show yet for that one. I don't think I even finished listening to the fantasy football one. I got five minutes in. I'm like, yeah, I'm not next. Yeah, Tim, it was terrible. Tim's like, I, all of them before me were bad. 
<laughs> okay, trivia number four. How many times has the word squad been uttered on the podcast? Squad. John, it sounds like you got some beef with me or something. You want to talk about it? No. Answer the question. Squad, nine times. Oh, my. You were so close. Wow. <laughs> I've, people could see my paper that I have down. Tim is one off. John, you, ha- you have a guess? I don't, I don't think I've ever said that word. Uh, 15. Good. It's eight. The answer okay. is eight. Tim has mentioned squad eight times. All right. Let's move on to the best guest we've had. Um, there's three nominees. They are Steve McIntyre, who, in my opinion, gave us the most um, eclectic interview with his talents, with his job. He took us on a fire truck drive. He showed us how to play the bass um, cello. We talked for an hour and a half, and we, we went into it like, yeah, we'll talk for 20 minutes. And he just we talked for almost two hours. Um, the second nominee is Marty Biron. Very well smoking, had some spoken excuses. Smoking. Uh, yeah, had some good stories. Tim loved them. Tim still talks to him daily, I think. They like are best friends. And he was just a good guy, very nice guy. Third nominee is Jonathan Taves. I thought he was, for active players, he gave the best interview. Most insight, uh, most open. Didn't really kind of give the canned cookie cutter answers that we were expecting. So those are the three nominees. Tim, do you want to let us know who wins? I'm going to give it to Jonathan Taves. Whoa, congratulations, Jonathan. Jonathan will get a, a care package courtesy of dropping the gloves in the mail. That is fantastic. I'm trying to think of the award name. I don't know what we should call it. I don't want to just steal the Dundies because I think that's such a great thing. So we'll, we'll think of something. The Glovies? Yeah, I, I, I threw that around, but it's just, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're copying the office, which we are. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll do something. It'd be cool to get a trophy of like gloves dropping. and like they hang there you know what i mean like they like one of those um things you put on your office where you pull the the ball and it tinks 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 but you could do it with like hockey gloves (sighs) i think think we we could make that happen i think tim has a good resource for that so i think we can have a metal i got a guy you got a guy he's got a metal guy okay worst guest this is a controversial one i know you know no one likes to be the worst guest but I feel like it has to be done. Oh, my gosh. John, who was that awful guy in Chicago that you gave such a hard time to because he showed up late for the interview and then he wanted to still do it? Do ben Eager. Yeah. Did we even do that interview? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Did. <laughs> no. I think you told him to get lost. I, I yeah. don't remember. That is really funny. So we were at the convention and we're waiting around and you have a schedule. And so we had an interview every 15 to 20 minutes. And so we're tight. And the next interview was going to be Denny Savard. And I'm like, we're not bumping into his time. Mm-hmm. And so Ben Eager comes sauntering in 10 minutes late. And I just told him, sorry, Ben, like pack your bags. Like uh, you're late. And then he just looked, turned around and left. <laughs> I forgot about that. He looks so funny. mad. He's he like, I'm doing happy. like, he was doing you a favor, John, to go there. It, yeah, no, they told him to come and talk to me. It was yeah. the very infancy of the show, so he didn't really know about it. Now he's probably begging to be on the show. Yeah. That's funny. I forgot about that. So he's one. We have um, another Blackhawk Salam who we didn't even air the episode just because we didn't think it was that good. Um, Carbon, Dan Carcillo. 
that was kind of a bust of an interview. And then the third one is just, I just didn't like talking to Cam Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he liked talking to you. He loved talking to me. I think if you were going to do a word count on that interview, Cam's would have been 800,000 and mine would have been like 15. I'd be like, hey, Cam, how's it going? And he would just like go on for 10 minutes. He's a great guy, but just, man, he loves, he loves to talk. So, all right, John, you get to pick the winner. Who was the worst episode on Dropping the Gloves? The only one that you actually said that was on was Jansen. The other That's two true. you didn't do. So probably that one. <laughs> That's actually really true. We're, we have some un, un, footage that is unreleased. So yeah. maybe, well, my wife even the other day was like, did you ever release that episode? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. We have 45 minutes of car bomb just pumping his business that we're not going to put on. Yeah. And he, like I said, Dan's a great guy, but it just turned into a, a promo for promo. his company. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to air this, Dan. It's just you talking about your company for 45 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> like, no, thanks. No one cares about CBD oil that much. All right. So most improved. Improved what player person, most improved person overall on the podcast. Yeah, I think in general, there's a few nominees, but I think the obvious answer is Tim. I think yeah. it's important for Tim to acknowledge that you've kind of grown a little bit throughout the throughout the podcast. Go ahead, Tim, take the stage. <laughs> well, people ask me all the time, like, how did you even get connected with John Scott? And how are you, how are you on a podcast with him? And I remember, like, when, when I interviewed with John Aiken at Web Canopy Studio, he was like, hey, you know John Scott? I was like, yeah, obviously. And he's like, yeah, he lives in Traverse City. He does a podcast here at the office. So I was like, no way, no way. But at that time, you were on like a, a little hiatus, John. Like you were kind of like season one was done and you, you hadn't recorded in several months at that point. So I kind of thought the show was over, right? Why, why did you take a break? Do you remember? I think I thought the show was over as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those things where it was like, um, are, should we do this? It took a little bit of time. It wasn't that much time, but it was like, why – What's the point? Where is this going? What's the direction? And is it worth it to yeah. keep kind of forging forward? You know, it takes. Up I can a lot give of... some insight, John. I yeah, think we ahead. had to uh, we had to get your wife involved. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we we had Daniel, you and Danielle. We we're like, why don't you guys both come to the office and let's have let's like talk through what we needed. I remember we had most of our company was there just to be like, let's lay out, let's get all, all the ideas on the table, and let's lay a foundation because I think at that point it was really just me and you and Larry just being like, Hey, what do you got? You want to come in? Let's figure something out. And it just became this like overwhelmingly big thing. Yeah. Cause we were overproducing them too. And so then we were like, let's streamline this. And I think that's probably when, when I was interviewing with Tim, I think when I had Tim come in, I will say it was great when Tim came in because you and Larry were great, but you guys didn't know anything about hockey. No, gosh, no. So it was hard to do a, um, a hockey podcast when you can't bounce <laughs> hockey terms or hockey yes. terms off anybody. What do you think about that, John? I don't, you I guys don't know. Like, I don't know what a slap shot is. Tim, are you opening your blinds now or what's going on? Yes. Yeah, the daylight's coming through. Oh uh, my word. In Dickinson, North Dakota. Oh, this but I remember John, the first episode that I came on, do you remember? No. It was right after New Year's last year when you were doing like the New Year's resolution for all 31 teams. And uh, and you were like, hey, do you want to just sit in on this one? I was like, oh, uh, okay. And I remember you kind of just went down the list. And, like every three or four teams you would throw to me, right? You were giving every team like what they should wish for, like new coach. Putting or, him and, on and, the and, spot. Yeah, and I never knew when he was going to go to me. So like, like every time he got to a team, I'm like, okay, if he turns to me, what am I going to have ready? 
So like, like he would be like, all right, Ducks, what do they need? And I wouldn't hear again until like Chicago Blackhawks, what do they need? You go in an alphabetical order. So like every fifth team, you would Tim, what Tim, what do you think? And I just had to be ready. So I was always like one ahead of you with something to say. Yeah, you're just prepared. I think I did that just because I maybe didn't want to be prepared for every team. I don't know. But you did well, Tim. That was your test and you passed. And now we're <laughs> off to the races. So I, I think we'll give out one more award. Um, just the MVP of the podcast. Um, I think the answer is fairly obvious. Tim, do you want to give it out? Yes, the uh, the Academy is pleased to announce that John Scott is the most valuable. Oh, I wasn't going to say me. I was going to say my wife or my kids. Yeah, but that's Good very work, nice. John. You can thank Ava, them would, in your speech. Would you like to thank say thank you for your award, Ava? Thank you. Ava's here. She's been sitting beside me for five minutes waiting to eat breakfast. So I got to yeah. wrap it up, you guys. Is this the first uh, MVP you've won? This is the first. Wait, there was another one. I can't remember what it was. I'll have to go back and check my records. I don't keep records of MVPs, just man rockets and squads and you owe me breakfast. <laughs> Those are my only lists that I keep, I keep track of. But anyways, John, thanks for joining us again. No problem. Um, Tim, have safe travels. Everybody who listens, I appreciate the support. We'll try to do better. We always try to come up with kind of fun content, keep it fresh and keep you guys interested. Um, and yeah, hopefully we do this for another 100. We'll talk to you uh, on Friday. Cheers, everybody. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks and see you next time.